Well, guys, hello and welcome to Pity People Podcast. Sorry. Yeah? Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. No, I was... I was gesturing in agreement of this transition. <laughs> Sorry, I misread your gestures. <laughs> um... This is a podcast where we talk shit about all our friends and then complain about why we don't have any friends. I think both of those are extremely valid. <laughs> Welcome to Petty People. Um, I would just like to say that it's true what they say. The haters are my motivators. <laughs> they say that? Somebody. Wow. And Thank I- you for saying that. The haters are my motivators. <laughs> love a good rhyme. <laughs> we love the poets on this podcast. We're going to tell some stories. We have an email to read off. Yeah. Oh. Um, Let's boot up the email. Uh, my name is Kelsey. And my name is Joanna. Samuel. <laughs> Two first names. I love first names. Um, who made that a thing, right? People are like, oh, two first names. And then they're like, <laughs> somebody said that the other night when we were... About- I think that's a funny joke. I had a friend in elementary. They had like two middle names, a first name and a last name. And this one guy, he went up on the board, on the blackboard. Because in my school, we had this rule that in between... Te- if you're like in a classroom that doesn't have a teacher and people are talking you write their names on the blackboard and the teacher who comes in for her class can see all these names and like punish the students who are talking damn you get narked on and i was the narc i was the class president (laughs) (laughs) so i wrote this kid's name on the board like the full name and like when the teacher walked in this one random dude, he was like the class clown. He like, reads out those four names and he was like, these are my four friends. <laughs> Which is not that funny now, but I, it still gets me. He just like the way he said it even. It was just like... Because <laughs> the teacher came in and she's like, who is blank, 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 blank? And he's like, they're my four friends. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, why did I write their whole name down? <laughs> I could have just gone with their first name. <laughs> At that point, you know, get <laughs> Like, I was being a narc, and then I got called out to you. <laughs> you <laughs> being a narc and also, was, like, facilitating troll, like, trolling unintentionally. Just being like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> the setup and the pitch. <laughs> All of it. I was proud of being a narc, even. I remember when yeah, I got I think appointed. All of all narcs are. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I really do. I was like, "Mom, I'm class monitor," and she's like, "That's great. That's fine. So society does need supervision <laughs> to some degree." I'm glad it didn't turn out like that. I'm glad that was that like ended. You got a taste of power, and you were like, ah, oh, yes. 
Yeah, I think it. I think it was just I became friends with like a crew that wasn't necessarily like overachievers. Like my elementary school friends were just like getting the best grades of the class. Yeah, and then like sixth and seventh grade, I just hung out with people who were like more into boys. But then I moved after those two years. Mm. But those were the two years that I could have still been an arc. <laughs> The formative years. <laughs> Instead, chose to catfish this one boy for my friend. <laughs> Pretending to be her because she couldn't talk to him because she was too nervous. So I'd be like, okay, I'll pretend to be you <gasps> and I'll call him. Oh my God. That's a good, you know, that's a good friend. It worked. He fell in love with her. But then she stopped liking him by the time I was done with the phone. Yeah, teen love is not... It doesn't last too long. It really doesn't. But you, you did you did the best you could have done. Yeah. Almost felt like I was dating him for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is the kind of content you guys can look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool how we didn't post an episode last week and nobody said... Oh, we miss you guys. Where were you? Oh, yeah. Not one of you. <laughs> yeah, I I was just ready to give up. Yeah. No, yeah, no, nobody. Not even my mom. <laughs> like, hello, are you guys okay? Like, why why no more episode? Yeah. Are you done? Were you this... worried about us? Like Yeah, were, did you guys even notice we were gone? Oh, no. Wow. Anyways, thanks for noticing. Knock three times if you're listening. Thank you. Thank you. We heard that. Anyways, so <laughs> we have a story to, to read out from a listener. Yes, we do. We sure do. It's from Misha. Misha, what's up? Good to see you again in the email inbox. Okay, that was... <laughs> you can write to us as many times as you want. Thank you. Just like we said. And we are going to read it just like we said. Yeah. Hey, so like, what did you mean by that? Laying in bed thinking petty thoughts, thinking petty thoughts like all really day. Walking around inside my head, the thoughts are always in my way. saying it in a different way if you didn't hear misha's last story it is on the first season so we think maybe episode six but that'll just be an exciting little adventure for you to go on and find it yes um but yeah should i read it yeah let's get into it she says I love the show so much, and thanks for discussing my last email. I guess I'll write in again. I wanted to anyways, to hopefully get the email ball rolling. Aww. Well, thank you. 
Um, since you both used to live in Grand Rapids, I wanted to ask how you felt about clicks. I used to complain about how clicky Grand Rapids was, and now that I've moved away, I kind of feel like maybe I was just being petty because I was too shy to join a friend mm. group or participate in the community. I've got mixed feelings. Anyways, are the adult cliques a thing to be petty about? Are you petty about them? Have you felt that petty feeling of hating a clique while simultaneously just wanting to be a part of it? Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> are they really all they're cracked up to be? Mm. I kind of feel like someone could be on the outside of my friend group looking in and feel the same way, so I get that it's pretty. I think she meant petty. Mm-hmm. But that's what this show is for, I think. Just want to hear your thoughts. Heart shape. Mm-hmm. Sent from my Verizon Samsung Galaxy smartphone. <laughs> my autofills for this are, yes, of course. Absolutely not. <laughs> Just Google very Which one simply. Is it? <laughs> very simply trying to answer the question of, is this Betty? <laughs> absolutely not. Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes, but also absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, my Google autofill knows me better than myself. Ooh. Sometimes I sometimes I feel that way. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm just the Google autofill is talking and I'm not, and I'm okay with it. I'm yeah, like, I'm ready for the robots to take over in lieu of my own consciousness. Yeah, I mean they have more etiquette. At least. Exactly. Sometimes they're a bit short. Like I would add a little bit more warmth. But I auto reply. But yeah. But the, they, they're really good at predicting people's behavior, honestly, better than, than I am. Yeah. Um, I think this is a very interesting topic that Misha brings up. But Grand Rapids specifically, I wondered the same. I wondered, like, was I too shy? Mm-hmm. Or... Was it just the people? And I think, honestly, it was probably a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I do think I was very shy. But I do think I probably also was clicky in a way. I mean, my story the other week Mm -hmm. about just, like, leaving a person on red because Mm -hmm. I was a little bit weirded out by them when they were otherwise nice to me. Like, that's clicky behavior. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But who are your other than Lily? The <laughs> two person <laughs> I guess that is still a click. Where two are gathered, the Lord is present. Amen. But I don't know. I also feel like everybody just knew each other mm-hmm. too. Like there were definitely smaller friend groups. But at the end of the day, every friend group was connected. Yeah. Or the ones I ran, like. Yeah. I think, okay, so I think my experience was a little bit different, too, because I came to Grand Rapids for college. And I think, like, as an international student, your first and foremost um, goal is just to get good grades. Mm. But I do think, like, I chilled off on that <laughs> singular goal a little bit towards like my junior year even a little bit my sophomore year but I think I think my experience of like a lot of this was through my roommates 
mm. experience a little bit because I was really happy just having I'm gonna call this girl um Tecate no <laughs> Paula Paula I'll call her Paula and like she she was she super like wanted to be part of this one group mm. who were all like friends with Josie and Josie and Paula were like friends growing up, so she expected to be friends with these people. Ooh. And when we transferred and like started living in Grand Rapids, that's not exactly how it panned out. And I don't, to me, like she was kind of my clique. <laughs> so, yeah. and also I was like a little bit preoccupied with school at the time to like really care. But I definitely did notice her trying to be friends with people and like just not getting. The results? The results that she was expecting. Yeah. And, like, to this day, I'm not sure if, if that was because, like, she didn't try hard enough or if it was them lacking in warmth mm. or, like, it was a little bit of both. Or just pure incompatibility. Yeah, that too. But then what happened, because this Paula person was hmm. just in general, like, a pretty bad friend. Yeah. Or just maybe not even a bad friend. Like, they were a very... like. She was very helpful to me, but she, like, I think just had a lot of her own issues. Disappointment. Yeah. And, like, just, or just, like, I felt like I didn't understand a lot of times where where she was coming from, and I don't think she really understood. Like, I think she just had, like, a lot of communication problems and, like, emotional problems. I don't know. Whatever. Like, Like but never cared to, to address. It was just... And, like, I also didn't know that yeah. that's what that was. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I mean, maybe even it was me. I don't fucking know. I don't even remember. But after me and Paula stopped being friends, I ended up becoming friends with all these people that she had such a hard time being <gasps> friends with. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and they were super welcoming towards me. So I'm like, okay, because... I've spent the past year thinking you guys were a clique. And yeah, and now suck. you're in it. But then I, it's just like I didn't take the time to get to know you personally. But the moment I did try and put myself out there, because basically I lost the one like support friend, like the one friend that I had, I was forced to put myself out there and it actually worked. And I ended up making a lot of friends. Yeah, so the clique ended up actually being the good friends. Whereas that person ended up being the shitty friend. Kind of, yeah. I think, like, if someone is, like, willing to be your friend, mm-hmm. you should be good at, like, picking up on that and trying to figure out if, like, this is a friend you want to be friends with. Yeah. And, like, maybe, like, if you think they're cool, you should, like, try to spend time with them, even though you already have your own friends. Yeah. Like, I kind of think, like, my experience in Oakland a little bit has been running into groups of people who have known each other for so long Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that, like, it almost feels not even worth trying to, like, try to be in their friend group. Because what's the point? And They don't want you. They already know people. And I've never gotten the impression, like, at least in Oakland anyways... And maybe I've always gotten the impression for most people who already have really well-established friend groups that, like, in order to join, 
the well-established friend group like you have to collectively impress everyone yeah as opposed to just like maybe you know one person and they vouch for you and then you're part of the crew yeah i have felt petty about hating a clique while simultaneously wanting to be a part of it but i think that comes from a place of insecurity where i'm just like I think these people are cool. And if they don't think I'm cool in return, that must mean I'm not. (laughs) I have felt that too. And I think it's important that she added like wanting to be part of it. Because that's what I meant by the like some people have just met their friends, especially at our age. I feel like they've already decided that these are my friends. Mm -hmm. And it's like three people they knew since they were 17. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if they just, like, opened up their minds a little bit to the possibility that maybe you can have, like, two more friends. Yeah. We would actually be a great crew. Right. But it's unfortunate that, like, they've just kind of decided they've reached their limits with friends. Their loss. Yeah. I don't think I've... I think I think petty is a good word for it. I do too. I don't think I hate them for it. No. Necessarily. Yeah, hate's a strong word. But I have I have felt petty about it. Um yeah. So thanks for writing in about clicks, Misha. I think that is definitely a a level of pettiness that we can all relate to. Yeah, I think it will be interesting for even you to compare how you're mm. doing in the new city that you're in. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear. And that way you can compare if this was like a Grand Rapids specific thing. Because Grand Rapids is a small town. Yeah. And I can see how people would be extra clicky. So yeah, let us know how your new city is. Yeah. Give us a pros and cons. In comparison to Grand Rapids. Yeah. Cool. 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 Okay. I think my story for this week is called Petty Competition. So, Todd. Yeah, so I met Todd even before I met Josie. So for people who don't know, I'm dating Josie. Todd is his brother. And I met him before I met Josie because Josie was doing a study abroad when I transferred to Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm. So we've known each other a long time. We weren't necessarily friends from the start. But over, like, it's more, it's more been since college that we've become closer Because we really did not hang out with each other that much in college. Anyways, but yeah, like, since we moved out, like, he moved to New York. Me and Josie moved to California. I lived in Philly for a bit. And I hung out with Todd, I think, once or twice while I lived there. Oh, that was, he was in New York by then? Yeah. He moved to New York the same time that me and Josie graduated. So that would have been 2015. Okay. So, like, we all, like, moved at the same time, kind of, with, like, a month or two lag um anyway so 
I am just in general very bad at keeping in touch with people. Like, I don't really... I think it's because I didn't get a phone until I was a junior in college. Mm. Like, I didn't get a smartphone until then. I got a burner phone in college. I don't know. It just, like, the phones that I had were never conducive to just texting and being like, what's up? Yeah. How are you doing? Or whatever. Utilitarian phone usage. Yeah, and it was one of those like prepaid type phones. So you weren't like, burn. You weren't trying to burn through. Exactly. I'm yeah. trying to use up all my money. To, yeah. Like, be like, lol. Chat. <laughs> What's <laughs> up? Um. So yeah. So there's that, and yeah, we've been close, and that's mostly because like when we do hang out in person, or when we do take the time to talk to each other we're able to communicate very well and get along but if it's not that like it's nothing so like yeah when you have like a long distance friendship like that Mm -hmm. i don't know how other than like just interactions through text or phone how you would keep in touch with this person but i think it's even a little bit because i was dating joe i've been dating josie yeah it's like you you already know what's going on in his life by proxy. Yeah, and I think it's like a little bit of laziness on my part too, and his because yeah. the the phone works both ways. <laughs> exactly my point. Um. So yeah, ex- needless to say, we haven't been keeping in touch with each other. But I never thought it was a big deal or like a thing. Mm-hmm. But now and then, like Josie will be like. Oh, Todd said you didn't text him. Or Todd said, uh, I'm not sure if Joanna even cares about me. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. Like like little like drama queen comments that Todd is making, but never directly to me. Uh Like just like I'm hearing it through Josie and me being the petty queen I am. I'm (laughs) like, well, it takes two to destroy a friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I said at all. I just came up with that right now. But, like, instead of just being like, okay, I'm going to call him or text him more, I was like, okay. So then maybe he should text me. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge. <laughs> exactly. I just basically started this game of chicken to see, like, okay, who's going to cave in first mm-hmm. to text? Because I was feeling a little petty, like, okay, if, if you think communication needs to be a bigger deal... Why aren't you you just texting me? Yeah. And also just, I don't want to hear about it through somebody else. Like, just tell me that I'm not... He's... Not only is he saying you're not being communicative communicative enough, Mm -hmm. now he's putting the onus on you to be the one to do it. Yeah. I just wanted to use the word onus. (laughs) Because it sounds so close to anus. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so, like... And to so use, th- use the brother and partner, too, I know. as the leeway. It's like, yeah, ugh. Which I've done in return, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he thinks that. Let me tell you what I think. I mean, you, you were just playing by his rules. <laughs> exactly. You were working with the tools you had. <laughs> so that's kind of been, like... I would say that's been, like, a dynamic for a while. It's, like, a pretty, like, benign dynamic, I would say, because 
it's not like it carries through into real life, you know? It's only something that exists when we're not mm-hmm. directly in the same room. Mm-hmm. We play this petty game of, like, not texting each other. <laughs> or maybe I'm the only one who thinks of it as a game. I'm like, haha, this is so fun. Let me not text him more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But also like like somewhat of a side note, but I I do have kind of an insecurity about being a bad friend and not keeping in touch with people. Mm-hmm. That he's just really digging into. I don't I don't think he knows that I have that. Yeah. But I think that's also why I feel even more petty about it. Because I'm like, come on, when did you try? Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're like... Like, this is something I actually do feel bad about. <laughs> and now you've been made to feel bad about something you already feel bad about. Yeah. And the person is not even talking to you. So, of course, you're just going to be like... Yeah, I know. It makes me think, like, how many other friends, Ooh. friends and <gasps> quotes do I have that, like... That I think we're fine. Ooh. And I don't think I haven't done the legwork of not keeping in touch with them but maybe they're sitting in their little petty thrones thinking i should be the first one to reach out to them whereas i'm like oh we're good (laughs) (laughs) so so anyways all of this is like somewhat of a dynamic it's kind of the backdrop and against this backdrop you tell me that we're going to Joshua Tree. I'm like, get in the car, bitch. We're going to Joshua Tree. Yes. Well, you didn't. You didn't demand my time. <laughs> <laughs> but you invited me to go to Joshua yeah. Tree in the last week of April. Yeah, it it's was coming up. It was the one. It was like the first thing that came up on both of our to do lists before we move out of California. Yeah, we neither of us have seen Joshua mm-hmm. Tree, and we're thinking. We're going to see Joshua Tree. Like, we talked about it, and suddenly the opportunity came up. Yep. We're going to climb Joshua Tree. We're going to say, what's up, dude? Uh-huh. Joshy. What's up, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm thinking, oh, that's perfect. But I also don't immediately say, like, I don't confirm things with you right. immediately because right. I know that's Todd's birthday week which is so considerate of you yeah to already know remember that it's his birthday in the- of course i remember because i'm not a fucking bad friend like i know when it's someone- <laughs> <laughs> so i remember it's his birthday so i'm like i'm sure he'd want to do something because also he's in town during mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. like i know that just from like plans that josiah has conveyed to me so i'm like oh he's probably gonna like even if it's just like going out to eat it would be somewhat rude right I mean, not really rude, but like, cause like Joshua Tree, I've never seen Joshua Tree. But just like, but I just, I still wanted to like. But you're just being considerate of what may or may, what plans may or may not have been made that yeah. you could otherwise be invited to for somebody's birthday. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like I'm trying to keep it open. So, mm-hmm. so I haven't said no or yes to you. But there are no plans for his birthday either. All I know is he's going to be on the West Coast. So then I tell Josie about how I got invited to go to Joshua Tree and like... He was invited too. I told him about it directly. Yeah. Which is a good point that you made that you told him directly because Josie tells me that Todd wants to go to Colorado for his birthday party. 
And I'm like, okay. I think I told him after that, though. It was like, <laughs> I told him, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to Colorado. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Anyways. And I was like, okay. Like, am I invited? <laughs> like, oh, so he's, he's telling you the plans have already been made. The plans have already been made. Like, I think there's, there was, I don't, I don't, I think Justin's doing a show in Colorado or something. But I was like, oh, so... <laughs> When we a birthday party in Colorado that I, I'm invited to, can you confirm? Am I yeah. invited? He's like, yeah, of course you're invited. Todd he said you're invited. And I'm like, he never texted me. Like, why didn't he text me directly about his birthday party that he's throwing in Colorado? Well, I guess it's not really a party. It's just like it's gonna be him and his partner and like okay. me and Josie. Oh. Well, it would have been me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, Todd has really amped up the petty game. And I'm like, I can, I'm going to be petty right back. I'm not going to go to your birthday party. I'm going to go to fucking Joshua G. <laughs> so then I didn't, I'm just, I'm like, I, so I, I confirmed with you and we're going to Joshua Tree. Yep, we leave in. We leave on Thursday. Yep, <laughs> gonna drive. <laughs> gonna drive all the way down to the desert. Yep, and I don't and even. It's a great fucking Airbnb. <laughs> There's a hot tub. I'm just excited to be in the desert. I think. Me too. I've never just been in the yeah, desert. Yeah, I've driven through it a bit, but I've never just like woken up in the desert. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that was me at my peak petty moment saying, fuck Colorado, I'm going to Joshua Tree. Wait, wait at this point, how Todd invited you at all? No, so at this point, I've already confirmed with you, and then Josie and Todd talk on the phone, and then just, oh. and then I think like, again, like Josie's just like the middleman, yep. and then... Josie's kind of just like, you guys just need to talk. <laughs> Good for him. He's getting like over it, I think. So then Todd does call me. And then we talk on the phone about it. And I'm just basically like, you didn't text me directly. So I'm going to Joshua Tree. <laughs> I'm not going to your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time he's been here, he's brought it up. Any chance he got, he's like, yeah, I guess you won't be there for my birthday. Oh my God. He's going to bring that up for the rest of your lives. I think so. <laughs> and it's like one of those things, like I do feel bad because I'm like, okay, I would have probably still gone to Joshua Tree, but it wouldn't have been such a like, fuck you, bitch, I'm going to Joshua Tree, which it is now. Yeah. And like, you would have you been able to have a composed, reasonable uh, response to why you were choosing one over the other instead of it being that you didn't get a text from somebody. <laughs> yeah, instead of like, oh, I didn't get a personal invite, yeah. so I'm not going. I'd rather do this other thing then. What, eight years of friendship? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, it's his 28th birthday? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that one's fine. <laughs> Uh, I'll be there for your 30th, man. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, Make I'll it throw it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm so <Uh-oh>. bad. 
<laughs> so it's not that so, I regret making the decision to go to Joshua Tree. But now you... I just wish this whole thing had happened more organically, yeah. in a more mature fashion. Yeah. I wish... You had been had sitting just... over a glass of wine, <laughs> contemplating <laughs> the, the various landscape differences between the two and, yes. and how it affects your moods and how you're just like, you know, that's just not the vibe I'm going for. Right. <sighs> Sips the wine. And he's like, yeah, I understand. Joanna, thank you for telling me that. I'm glad we're communicating. <laughs> I'm still going to be in Colorado for my birthday, but... I won't feel petty that you're not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what it looks like when two petty people. <laughs> <laughs> the bits of the pettiness. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's particularly unfortunate for you because... Part of the part of the point of this podcast is to be able to talk and work through and let go of these feelings of pettiness. But now <laughs> you you have it forever. <laughs> we talked about it. He actually gave me the idea to tell this story. Oh, so we're cool. We're okay. cool. Like this is all cool. But it's... he does take every every chance he gets to yeah. <laughs> to make the joke about me not being there for his birthday okay. in Colorado. Petty listeners beware <laughs> when interacting with other petty people. <laughs> A tale of caution. Yeah. <laughs> Get your ducks all lined up. <laughs> Be ready to strike <laughs> and know when to retreat. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that battle that you went through. <laughs> the battle's over, but I wonder about the war. Yeah, I think um, I think all you can really do is just like regroup, uh, take stock. <laughs> yeah. Um, hearing that, Todd, and she's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> None of that advice is for me because I already got this. <laughs> Uh, as the referee of this this match, <laughs> I'm going to say you score points. I do. I know. <laughs> do I? I don't know. I feel like there are no winners or losers in this one. Not in the game of pettiness, no. <laughs> no, everyone loses in the Every, game of pettiness. Everyone loses, but only one person gets to talk about it on their podcast. Oh, so I win. <laughs> Uh, so I'm on antibi- I'm on antibiotics. <sighs> I'm on antibiotics uh, due to complications from the spina bifida, whatever. And that's fine and well. Um, but one thing that's been really great about living in California and in Oakland is I have received really great health care here. Mm-hmm. Like probably some of the best health care I've ever received in my life in terms of like comprehensive wellness. What does that mean? Like all I feel like all of my needs are being taken care of rather than constantly chasing after the next doctor. 
So it's like, oh, first you see a urologist, then you see a neurologist, and then you have to call in with this doctor, and it's three months till you can see that other doctor. And I think Kaiser... And you have to keep track of all your mm-hmm, doctors and mm-hmm. follow up with them? Yeah, whereas okay. with Ka- the Kaiser system, they have a whole, like, program in place where, like, okay. I kind of have a nurse who takes care of that, and she makes appointments for me. I call her instead of the doctors. She's kind of like... She's my person. Cool. Yeah, it's been really great. Um, that is a good... Like, I can't believe they make you, like, run around after. Because what if you don't know you have to follow up with a neurologist? Or do they tell you that you should? They, they tell you in the clinic. They're like, like so... Oh, so the way it works is one day a year. Mm-hmm. Which, they didn't call me about this year. Uh-oh. Which is fine. Um... <clears throat> Once a year, you go in and you see all your doctors in one day, and then they make follow-up appointments as needed. So, oh. it's, yeah. I see. Instead of, so I, and one day I see all my doctors and then only follow up with the doctors that I need to see instead of throughout the year trying to make appointments with all these different doctors on top of the, any follow-up appointments. Okay. So it kind of consolidates things. And uh, one of the things they have as part of that program, the last person you see at the end of the day is a social worker. Mm -hmm. She comes in and she checks on your mental health. That's nice. It's really nice. And I know a lot of people haven't had good luck with the Kaiser system. Seems to be very one or the other. People either love it or hate it. I personally love it. Yeah, same. It's just nice to have everything in the same place. I know. It's really nice. And, like, they have a pretty wide selection of doctors, too, right? Like, it's not like there's only two doctors in the whole practice. There's a lot of different yeah. doctors. Um, so, last year, this time, this time last year, I go to my clinic. I see the social worker. And she says to me, is there anything I can be doing to make your life better? And I'm like, well, how long have you got? Because mm-hmm. we could go we could go for a while here making a list. Um, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. Thank-. But really, in reality, I'm like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. And she's like, okay, well, I have uh, a bit of a strange request. Um there is another girl around your age with your similar functioning here and she's never met somebody with spina bifida so she would like to meet you and i didn't even know this was something i wanted until she said it i was like Mm -hmm. wow same i've never met somebody else with spina bifida either i've like heard of people who have family members like maybe seen people like on forums on the internet, but never in real life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yes, this is yes, this is what my life has been missing. Yeah. So she's like, okay, wait right here. I'll confirm. She still wants to meet you, and because you know, client patient confidentiality. Yeah. I go in. I meet this person. Uh-huh. She lives in the North Bay. She's about my age. She's a runner. She's just like. I don't remember what she does for a living, but we exchange phone numbers and it's just like really good, excited, like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like 
this is a real like we're both kind of in the same position but it's exciting and yeah it's like when you go to a punk show and you actually see another indian person (laughs) and you're like oh my god (laughs) let's do everything together it's like a sea of white people and like an indian yep and you're like, like that that's my person how, was that how you felt <laughs> i think that's probably the most the, the closest. closest yeah <laughs> so we exchange numbers we text for a little bit and then i think i say something about like asking a, a day that would work to meet up and hang out and do like a wine tasting or something and she just never responded. You suggested wine tasting? I think it was like because she lives in the North Bay. It was oh, like I a, see. Like in the Sonoma area. Yeah. We were just brainstorming. Nice. That's. I think that's like the number one thing that comes up in the Bay Area. Okay, it's wine is, tasting. Like, oh, we should go wine tasting. Wait, so she never responded back? She never responded back. And Did you ever meet her in person? Just that one time. And then like at the hospital. Yeah, when she said she wanted to <laughs> hang out, and then I never heard from her again. Um, yeah, so I have been feeling petty about it for a whole year. Okay, rightfully so. Thank you. I mean, granted, I also have left people on red, so I don't have a ton yeah. of room to brag <laughs> to be feeling this way. But given the explicitly specific circumstances right because obviously spina bifida is not a very common condition you know i was actually i'm more likely to run into an indian person at a punk show (laughs) than than you are (laughs) (laughs) to run into someone else with spina bifida like i i don't understand how she's not more interested right yeah Thank you. It's like, I have a lot to offer, okay? Um, I'm not just a pretty face. How d- <laughs> she like, took one look at you and she's like, she's just a pretty face. <laughs> I know enough of those. <laughs> that's spina, a- spina bifida or not. It- that's a whole, that, that's its own condition that I have nothing to offer. <laughs> Do you think your pretty privilege has affected how you've coped with your spina bifida? (laughs) That's her opening and closing question, and then she walks away. (laughs) Was she not pretty? Is that what you're saying? No, she was really pretty. (laughs) And she was, like, a normal person, too. You know? She was just like, yeah, she was, like, running a marathon and, like, I don't know, does wine. I'm like, oh, so you have your shit together. You're not just like, yeah, wine tasting, though, it doesn't mean you have your shit together. I just That's what they want you to think. Classy alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. TBH. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the real ticket here. That yeah. I, yeah. So as I am reflecting on this time of year and how I had never heard from this person who I was really looking forward to meet, uh, I wanted to go through and f- through my texts just to confirm. Yeah, that it was you and not her. Yeah. Or okay. that it was her and not you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to be able to stand yeah. my petty ground and also just like read through the conversation like analyze everything I said and she said and you know just like make sure (laughs) yeah that sounds healthy (laughs) let's do it um 
So I, I go through, I confirm. I'm like, hey, let me know when you're free. I'm free these weekends. Oh, so this is after you've like, she hasn't responded once. Or this was, so that you... was the last text of our exchange. Oh, that's that the last thing yeah. you said. Yeah. What'd you say again? Sorry. Something, something like, hey, let me know when you're free. Like, I'm free th- these weekends. Okay. And this is why I love technology, because I can scroll through my phone and find a text message from a year ago that I still have. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I have a choice to make here in my petty journey. And I thought, you know what? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Oh, no. Did you text her again? I did. <laughs> How'd it go? She texted me back. <gasps> and she was like, oh, my God. Thank you for texting me. I lost my phone and your phone number. And was she responded, like, almost right away. And she's like, I lost your phone number right after that. And oh, I've wow. not been able to get in contact with you since. And now we're going to meet up and hang out. <gasps> That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> she literally lost her phone. Yeah. And I, was, and I was about to be petty for the rest of my life. You were ready. You were geared up. <laughs> <laughs> That's but cute. no, all I had to do was just swallow my pride. Just a little tiny... Yeah. Bit. And, you know, I mean, we'll see. We still haven't met up yet. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So I. That's unfortunate. But she could have always, like, hit up Kaiser or a social worker. That's true. If she, That's true. But, but, yeah, no, I think, like, losing your phone and all your contacts is a great, great excuse. excuse. A reasonable, I would, yes. I accept I that. buy it. Yeah. yeah, I buy it. Yeah. And her phone number didn't change, though, so she just lost all her contacts, which is interesting, because that's not usually what happens when you lose your phone. Right, because of the SIM card. Yeah. But she must have lost her SIM card, too. She lost her phone. I think, I've had the same phone number for a really long time, and I've had different yeah. SIM cards. I think at this point, it could be transferred. Oh, we can. Because it's connected to your carrier. At the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, that's what I thought. Alright. So there's still some investigating to do about what actually happened. Thank you for really going there, because I was just ready to just like leave it in my blissful state. Oh, no, that's good. But I think that these are the kind of questions that need to be asked. Because <laughs> I'm just like, how do SIM cards work? <laughs> Wait a second. I, this is how you learn how SIM cards yeah, when you've been pushed <laughs> to ask this. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't actually know a lot about SIM cards, but I am of the understanding if you get to keep your phone number, the idea, you do have to back up shit to the cloud. So yeah. she like didn't do that. Yeah. That one's... And like lost her SIM card and then had to get a new SIM card but got to keep her phone number. Mm-hmm. Seems likely the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if she answered immediately, that means she wasn't intending on. She just didn't, like, care to go through all the trouble of, like, contacting your phone number again. Which, as somebody who has also spent her whole life really just trying, like, I wonder how many hours I've spent on the phone just trying to schedule and get a hold of a doctor. Eh, I can forgive it. 
That's true. You did say that it's a lot of... It's so annoying to get a hold of people in the hospital. Yeah. It's so annoying. Actually, it's not that annoying. It kind of is. The KP yeah, messaging yeah. system is really convenient. It's really good. My doctor messages me on the weekend sometimes. I'm I like, know. <laughs> I will literally be like, look at this spot. Yep. And send pictures, <laughs> and yep. pictures to my doctor. I send him pictures of my foot every day. <laughs> just like, here it is today. Is it okay? <laughs> Is this cool? Is this cute? Do you Might think delete this is later. Cute? <laughs> Felt cute. Might delete. <laughs> yeah. So but, yeah. I I still have no idea what we're gonna do. That now that I've let go of the pettiness, I can think about that. Yeah. Um. Um. Cool. Cool guys. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. You can always feel free to write in your own petty stories. Pettypeoplepod at gmail.com. Pettypeoplepod. Put it in the pod. And then we'll put it in this pod. Pod on pod. On Todd. (laughs) Ah, shit. I should have called Justin Todd. (laughs) Is it like a play on Toad? No, he we just have this like Todd joke. Oh, <laughs> just just record a video clip of you saying Todd. Todd. I'll just I'll, okay. Todd. <laughs> I'll even do it. You edit the podcast and then I'll go in and throw the Todd. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> okay, Todd. <laughs> okay, Todd. <laughs> Because you maybe try saying it in a different way.